Welcome to the Bifocal Podcast with John White and Jason Himmelstein, where we talk about business intelligence and the Microsoft stack with news, interviews, and expert opinions from around the space. This is episode 143, recorded on May 4th, 2020. May the 4th be with you. Where John and Jason talk about Microsoft's Business Application Summit, the delay of April 2020's desktop, sub-reports now being available and paginated reports in the service, and John does a mea culpa. G'day, Jason. John, how are you now, buddy? Oh, not so bad. And you? Good, good, good. You know, uh, it's the uh, hottest all Hades down here in Texas right now. It's, Is it? Uh, yeah, it, the the, the uh, temperature is 95 with a feels like of 98, and I'm talking Celsius. Ah, uh, yeah, I doubt it. I, I don't <laughs> think I'd be talking to you. No, no, it just feels like the surface of the sun. Oh, okay. I, after all, it is August. Yeah, so. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you got your months mixed up just a little bit there, man. You're correct. I'm sorry. It is actually March. It's, it's March 65th <laughs> at the moment, I think, is, uh, is what I was told. Yeah, it's a weird year. There's, there's a 150 days in March. Yeah, yeah. My my favorite meme of the week that I've seen is uh, is Marty McFly and Doc Brown sitting yes. by the DeLorean, where it says, "Marty, don't ever go to 2020." <laughs> I think it's pretty accurate. That's, uh, uh, that's sort of how so we're all feeling at the moment. I don't know. Personally, I'm loving being home. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I'm it's, fine. It's been a good experience. We we had some uh, some fun times over the weekend. You cool. know, it's we kind of s- forgot to record an episode last week. We kind of did. That's kind of a, a, a blatant lie. We didn't forget. <laughs> not much. We to both talk got about o- <laughs> we both got Oculus yeah, uh, that's uh, true. You know, quests, and we 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 kind of decided to spend our social time doing that instead of recording yeah. an episode. So Bad you all lost out. Yeah, you guys <laughs> lost out to uh, to a, a VR immersive experience. But I got to say, it's really cool. It is. It is. We, I- we, I'm, I'm already losing weight on it too, so that's that's kind of neat. I'm losing money on it right now. <laughs> buying new oh, yeah. apps, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Try having two of them in the household, and you got to uh, double that up. That's yeah. Uh, no, it's it's been a really fun experience so far, and I'm actually getting to use it a little bit for some business stuff as well. Just checking out some, you know, what business experiences would be like in yep. it. You know, just because I think it's neat. Yeah, I had some ideas around it. There's a, a VR group that you and I are both a part of yep. where somebody's trying to use it for education. So I've just some friends who are doing lots of different stuff with it. And now that we have them, it's, it's cool. But I had a lot of fun last night. My folks came over and we put both my mom and my dad in, in the, uh, in VR. And they, that was just a blast. <laughs> yeah. I can't they, wait they, to do that with my folks. <laughs> yeah. They had a good time with that. But yeah, it's been good. Uh, we've got lots of great stuff happening this week, and there hasn't been a whole lot of news lately. Not John. a lot, not a lot. But I think we're so that's going to about to change a little bit. Well, it's going definitely going to change a couple of days from now. Yeah. So today is Monday, May the fourth. So John, May, may the fourth be, be with, with you. you. Yeah. Normally, this is a day that we would take as a holiday <laughs> and just uh, geek out. <laughs> but uh, instead, we're recording for you folks because. There's some news to share today. We're, we want to talk a little bit about uh, a couple things that are going to be happening this week. Yeah. So we're going to get this episode dropped pretty quick. So you'll you'll probably notice more social around this week than normal. But Microsoft Business Application Summit, which we affectionately refer to by its acronym as MBAS, yeah. is on Wednesday. It's also my son's 10th birthday. Mm-hmm. So big deal around my house uh, for 
Wednesday, but MBAS is almost here yep. and it is a hundred percent virtual event. It's quite changed. Now this is the event yeah. that was originally supposed to be in uh, mid April yep. and it was going to be in Los Angeles. And then they decided to move it. They were going to move it from then to now. And so I rebooked all be, my flights. Yeah, yeah. It was going to be in Dallas, yeah. and lots of people internationally. Uh, lots of lots of hubbub about this. And then with uh, our delightful friend Corona, yeah. Obviously, everything in person got canceled. So they're they're still doing the event, but it's now a completely virtual event. And John, one of the things that you pointed out, there is a definitive Power BI track as a part of this conference. Pretty clear. They're really, in any one time slot there, if you're if you're interested in Power BI, there's one session to go to. It is, it is clear that they want a message to be heard around Power BI this time. There was a lot trimmed. And I personally, I appreciate the fact that they said, you know what, we're not going to do all the sessions that they had planned. We're going to trim it all down. We want to get a clear message out. And they actually shortened up the sessions quite a bit as, as well, John. They sure did. Uh, Half an hour long each one. So yeah, the the keynote's an hour, and then I think the sub keynote. I think uh, Amir and Rune session. That one's a little longer. I think it's like forty five minutes, but all the rest of them are thirty minutes long. Straight up being thirty minutes, right in the middle of the yeah, hour. Yeah. It is a, a very clear topic that's being covered. Uh, you have AI for one. You have enterprise grade for another. You've got you know the desktop and service experience for another. I've looked at a couple things that I find really interesting. I'm looking a little bit at the common data service right now, as well as governance around the power platform. So for me, there was only one overlap for the entire day, which is you know very nice. You know the back half of the one o'clock hour Central right. Time. I have I have two sessions that I. I could be looking at, but I like this. This is very clean, very clear. And one of the things that we sort of heard rumblings about, and we, you know, dug through the fact, and we'll post it here in the in the show notes. So there's the seventh one down under content, which you'll find is uh, what content will be available post event, and how and where can I find it. And the definitive answer here is that all sessions with Q&A will be recorded and made available post-event on May 7th on the event website and in the Microsoft Business Application communities. Additionally, we encourage you, and this is the important part, to take advantage of even more pre-recorded sessions that will be made available to support your learning journey post-event. Now, that's not on the 6th. It's not on the 7th. But throughout, you know, we're hearing rumors that you know, maybe coming during later parts of the month and coming out more in a waves. So there's, they're going to try and take you on a learning journey and share more content that has been pre-recorded in a time slot that you know people are working from their homes right now. You know, so a lot more stuff that they're that they're refining and able to get done. So I'm excited to see this. A lot of the content that I guess didn't make the uh, the live event on the six. Is going to be made available through the through the month, so it's kind of you know more digestible that way too. You know, you're not going to have to miss something. Oh, it's showing up, so that's good. So we're going to have a fair bit of content coming out over the month, and we'll have a fair bit to talk about on the show. I imagine. Yes, yes, uh, and we, we will uh, happily be breaking down the content. We will probably do another show later this week yeah. and get that out there. But John, we have something else going on on the sixth, right? There's that's right. Uh, there's an event happening after MBAS. It is. So we, we don't get to do our uh, we don't get to do our happy hour like we did last year. We I guess we did it at night as well. Yes, we did. 
but uh, because we're not going to be there. But we're going to do a virtual happy hour with the uh, once again with our friends from Guy in a Cube. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. This should be a lot of fun. We're going to wrap up the day. Yes, it's uh, we're going to go live on their platform. Yeah, and I believe it's going to be in the Guy in a Cube channel on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, because, of course, there's a video component, and I don't know how I feel about that, having a face for radio. Yeah, yeah, we did a test run at the end of last week, and, you know, it it is very clear. The guy in the cube guys... They're kind of pretty. They've got they've they've got fancy cameras. Well, they've got the right equipment. I, I'm going and, with the equipment. Yeah, there's not a set of equipment that can make me look <laughs> like. There's the Vaseline on the lens for a reason on my on my webcam. You know that way it sort of gives that that sheen shine. It doesn't have to bring out all the angles and and nastiness of my normal look. I'm just waiting so. for all that CGI de aging to be able to be 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 available to the common folks. So that. Then it might start to work. But John, your COVID look is fantastic. <laughs> you look like young Santa Claus, man. It's we're gonna have to get a picture of you posted for the show. With you know, John's got the full. He's rocking the full white beard with yep. you know the you know it's it's a spectacular look. So. <laughs> I'm not sure that Oliveira is going to let you shave when all of this is over. She maybe. says she likes it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, it's just to balance out the long hair because I'm not cutting it. So <laughs> it works, buddy. It's, it's good. It's a good look on you. With that, let's take a quick pause for one of our sponsors. Sounds good. This episode of the Bifocal Podcast is sponsored by Tigraph, the award winning reporting and analytics platform for Office 365. Get the full picture of your Office 365 network by using Tigraph. See how customers leverage its actionable insights to better understand their organization's usage, collaboration, and adoption patterns. Try Tigraph today. Sign up for a free trial at tigraph.com. I was kind of hoping that we'd get Supercuts to sponsor the show or something after a <laughs> show, something like that. But no, it's, it's our usual sponsors, you know. Uh, That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know, I, I don't think anybody's got advertising no. money in the uh, in the barbershop game right now. I don't think now. there's any point in advertising <laughs> for haircuts right now. Yeah. yeah, but so there is other news. We should actually, I don't think we should throw it when we're doing it. It's uh, 7 p.m. Eastern on, on Wednesday, May 6th, is when we're doing that live with the guy in the cube. And we'll have this in the show notes too. Yes. And all of our listeners should be subscribing to Guy in a Cube now as well. Yes. So you should get notified of that. Uh, go into the channel, take a look at it. It's there uh, being shown. That that we are going to go live, our grainy, and they did a great job with the cover art on this. Yep. Not only are we super grainy and yeah. comic book like, but we're in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's perfect. perfect. So I'm just kind of uh, looking but, over Adam's shoulder there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So a lot of fun. We, we've been having a good time with the guys, uh, just getting prepped up. They're doing. Uh, they're actually one, two of the MCs for the MBAS live event, along with a couple of other uh, Microsoft semi-famous type peoples. <laughs> Donna Sarkar, who's been on the show yeah. with us, and and a couple of others. So really good stuff. Uh, so definitely be checking out uh, Microsoft Business Application Summit. You're going to want to register so you can go in, see the schedule builder. There's bunch of stuff that's already full at the end of the day. There's a two-hour, three-hour block at the end of the day, which is sort of an ask the experts sessions. Those filled up really fast, but everything else should still be available, at least as of this recording. On May 6th, it's been announced, uh, Will Thompson did a a post back 
I believe it was still in April, so it counted. That's right. I believe yes. he hit it on April 27th yep. because we're all sitting there week. chewing on our fingernails going, when are you going to drop another, another this, reason this April desktop? Week. You know, Because yes. we were expecting a May desktop alongside of MBAS, but we were expecting this April desktop drop. And Will came out very publicly and yeah, very happy for him doing this and being completely transparent and saying, look, hey, we were planning on doing, but we're going to push and we're going to release this April version alongside MBAS to make sure that we've got it all locked and right. And then on top of that, there will still be a May version of Power BI Desktop coming sometime later in the month. That's right. That's the important thing to note here. So even though April got pushed, it's not like a domino effect and you know everything gets pushed out. But nope, we're still on track with the with the monthly. So we're just gonna get two this month. So double double trouble. Yeah. So and all you know what what we've been waiting for and things that they talked about in their roadmap and timelines are still happening. Yep. They just pushed it back a little bit. COVID mm-hmm. has done a, a lot to a lot of different uh, products and forced a lot of stuff to change, timelines especially. But the fact that the team is still committed to delivering these things within a reasonable time frame, I, I think should they should be applauded for it. Uh, and I appreciate the fact that they're holding it now until May 6th so they get to drop it alongside of, uh, of, the, uh, of the event. And there's a lot of good stuff in there. I'm just going to throw that out there. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a couple of days from now. Yes, there will be many, much to discuss. Uh, happily, the, you know, the MVP community got a little bit, you know, hey, guys, we're still doing it. We heard similar time frame as, as the rest the world but uh yeah may heard a, a touch more about what's what's going to happen so still really really great stuff the other thing mm-hmm. you know, our, our friend chris finland yep. he reached back a year yep. and pulled out one of my favorite things from last year new feature friday yes that's right it was on friday wasn't it <laughs> it was he even called it out in the blog post that he did New yep. feature Friday returns for paginated reports. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, and this is I a jumped big up one. and down a little bit. This was really cool. This is a big one. Before we get into it, though, I've got to do a uh, a mea culpa uh, from last week. We talked about the possibility of this coming. He had uh, mentioned this would be coming later in the month. So, bottom line here: sub reports are now available to paginated reports in the Power BI service. And I think I went off on a tangent, and I totally was mixing up sub reports with basically drill through reports. So I feel like an idiot but anyway the, i was talking about the drill through reports and how i didn't really think they have all that much use in, from, in a paginated standpoint versus sub reports which are basically the ability to create reportlets you now reusable components that you can use in multiple reports and that and john is so about. frustrated about with himself about this that he keeps hitting the desk and making that <laughs> mic noise but i would like to, to say thank you okay, I'll stop. to darren gospel <laughs> yeah you know at Darren Gospel on Twitter for calling this out. And you know what? For making John feel silly, number one. Get you super you hate that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But number two, the very re- nice way that he called it out. Oh, like, yeah. This was with a lot of grace. And, hey, I think you meant, like, yeah. you confused this. Like, yeah, he was right. Nice. He was so many, so many people on Twitter are just, you know, not that nice. He did a great job and explained it. Like, so thank you, Darren, for number one, making John feel silly, but number two, for doing it in such a nice way. I'm just surprised that uh, Mr. Finland himself didn't come down on me like a ton of bricks. <laughs> yeah, you assume he still listens to the show. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't, I don't I think expect he's more that anymore. Than that now. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I think he's home with the kids and oh, yeah. know, doesn't have a commute anymore. And That's true. Is, you know, yeah. probably, probably doing more important things with his time That's than true. listening to a, a, a shenanigan every week. <laughs> but so, John, talk about the, the sub-reports, you know, a.k.a. not drill-through reports and paginated reports in the service. Yeah, well, it's, it's really, it's like we've, uh, it's one of the things that people have been asking for since we got paginated reports in the service. It's been with us in SSRS for a very long time. It's basically just what I said. It's the ability to have uh, report components that you could reuse in multiple reports. So I've got one report that has a maybe a detail level that, and you always want to have the detail level, but these are all different reports. Well, as opposed to having having to author that piece of it x number of times now you can just reuse the same one and of course from a maintenance standpoint if you need to make a change to that detail level you only have to make it in the one spot boom uh and it's inherited by all those other elements so it's a good thing uh, it's good to see in the service and it's yet another unblocker for people who've got an investment in ssrs that would like to move up to the power bi service if sub reports was it was uh stopping you let it stop you no longer. Yeah, this is this is really really cool stuff, and I've been enjoying you know some of the conversations that you and I were having around uh, you know some of the capacity stuff around A four versus P one recently, yeah. and building paginated reports. This is just another another reason to be doing it in the service. And one of the things that I, I ran into was I was trying to spin down my A four when I wasn't using it because yep. that's one of the nice things about that particular a, style capacity. Right. But it has a, to be at least a four skews. for paginated. We, we should call that out just to be... Yes. Yeah. So the A4 that I was running, I tried spinning it down. Well, we made the mistake of, in, from an architecture perspective of putting the data, you know, so of creating the data source and the report itself in the same workspace mm-hmm. when all I wanted to be able to do was to be able to spin that up to do the paginated stuff. Uh-huh. And so I, the architecture that I, that I redesigned was I have I have published my report, my, my my non-paginated report, my PBIX style report into a standard workspace, and I use that as the data source for my paginated report, which lives in a premium workspace that's in a great, an A4 capacity. That's a great model. Yeah, so that way, when I want to be able to spin it up, I can do that using a Power Automate, you know, a flow yep. using Power Automate, spin up the capacity, run that paginated report, which sends the report out to somebody using the export API now, which is wonderful that I can do that. Nobody ever has to come into that workspace. Yeah. So I can have multiple paginated reports living in that capacity, mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about people coming in to go and hit that report. It's specifically for this spin up, send out the reports, then spin back down. But I want to make sure that my data source itself lives in a regular workspace, or it could be in another premium workspace if I need to be doing other stuff. But just for the paginated purposes, I want to be able to do that. So a little bit of a different architecture than what I had originally thought of, of needing to have all of my assets living in an, in a premium workspace. I'm able to do this and, and scale as needed. Cool. I'm going to have to consult with you. I haven't hit the API yet. I did uh, I did this before with subscriptions, yes. uh, but I've got another little addition I want to add on to that capability and then, and then blog about it. So uh, I, th- I think we, I think we have a joint blog coming up. All right. Yeah. So I think it's really cool stuff. So real quick before we move on to the next one, we're going to hit our second sponsor break, and then we're going to come right back in. Are you drowning in spreadsheets? Are you gasping for a better reporting solution? Let Marquee Insights throw you a lifeline. 
they can help you chart a course to success with Power BI, then get underway quickly with one of their quick start solutions while learning the ropes from their experienced staff. If you're ready for reporting bliss, go to marqueeinsights.com and click the Get Started button and learn how they can help you make better, faster decisions with smarter data. All and right. this is the only time that I've ever been able to walk around in public wearing a mask and glove. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> and get away with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I forgot we were recording. Um, anyway, uh, sorry, folks. That was just for fun. We're still wearing our masks here in Texas, even though oh, yeah. uh, our governor says that we don't have to. Okay. But bygones. The next bit of news that we had, now that we've finished with uh, John's mea culpa yeah. uh, and talking about all of those things, was uh, you know you started playing with this, John. You were talking about how the lineage view is now in GA. Yeah. And there's a new data set impact uh, analysis available. Have I mentioned how much I like the lineage view? Yeah, I love it. It's Man. really great. And I like the fact that uh, the new workspace view yeah, it's just yeah. A, it's a totally different way of viewing things. I didn't like it as much as I do now when I first got it. Yeah. It grew on me real quick. Yeah, and it's really, and it makes sense with the lineage view, because with the lineage view, of course, you can see all of the artifacts on essentially one pane of glass. Mm -hmm. and so the new list view, same thing. It just doesn't show it to you how these items are. Uh, relate to each other so at a glance i can see oh this data set if i make a chain or if i do something this data set it's got these three reports hanging off it and this dashboard is connected to these four or whatever whatever the the relationships are it's very easy to see with this lineage view so yeah now it's in uh, general availability so we don't have to worry about you know it breaking if you use it although i wasn't really too worried about that before <laughs> so it, in, in we can you know, feel free to use it but Coming along with that, and this is this was something I hadn't even noticed until I saw it in the service. So now it's kind of the same idea, right? Because the, the lineage view lets you see how all these artifacts relate to each other. Well, in Power BI Desktop now, when you publish a report out or you publish a, a data set out and you're publishing it over top of an existing one, it's going to come up and tell you what that thing is connected to. So the same basic data source as the lineage view, but it'll say, if, if I'm publishing this data set, oh, you've got 10 reports that hang off this data set. And by changing this data set, you could potentially affect these things. So it's just a little reminder to the person doing the publishing that, ooh, maybe, you know, I want to think twice about this possibly or whatever the case may be. That's what that feature is all about. Im that's data set impact analysis. And then we, uh, alongside of that, there's a desktop integration that is coming with the April desktop update. That's here in the blog post. So they're unveiling the fact that that's coming in this next version of desktop, which we'll right. get again on May the 6th. Exactly. So that is going to be available to us, which is really nice. And then the data source side pane is going to show up at the end of April. So that'll start to show up before the uh, we get the desktop. So that'll be there, and you may not have realized it. Kind of a cool thing. Exactly. The last thing that we had before we get to our picks is uh, announcing new certification capabilities for data flows here. Yeah, so we've had uh, the ability to certify data sets and promote data sets for about a year now, I think. That's basically just tagging them. This is promoted or this is and this is certified this is you know organizational strength we trust this data now you can do the same thing with data flows so 
taking it one step back further in the ETL process or the, uh, you, you can trust the data that's in this particular data flow. It doesn't just tag them. It also bubbles them up in you know, higher in lists. For example, if you're going to connect to an existing data set, you're going to see the uh, promoted and the certified data sets at the top of the list before you get into the alphabetical, you know, all the way down to all of the workspaces. But uh, that's basically it. It's, uh, it's bringing that same tagging and certification ability that we've had in data sets now down to data flows. Yeah, and this is really nice uh, for a couple of reasons that I'm starting to see out there. And you know, I've started to work with a little bit with Power Apps a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And you know, with Power Apps, we're still a phrase from my uncle who just texted me. He, he claims he's a Neanderthal. When it comes to Power Apps, I would say I'm a Neanderthal yeah, at this point. I'm too. still growing. You know, I'm out of the the uh, out of the ooze, but but I'm not quite walking upright yet. But when it comes to Power BI, a lot of Power Apps folks are in that Neanderthal space as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So this is really nice. For for them because they look to connect to data sets quite a bit, promoted and certified. Well, people who author Power BI all the time Maybe it's not as big of a deal. It's really nice when we put it out there for users to be able to just connect up yeah. to in the service. But this is a really big deal, especially the data flow side of it, for Power Apps mm-hmm. creators mm-hmm. to be able to make connections, know that that's the authoritative one that they want to be connecting to. So highly, highly uh, happy about this. So um, excellent good stuff. stuff. All right, that's, that's, that's about it for news for the week. I think. Uh, we, yes. We're, like I said, well, for this for the beginning of the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a recap for the last week and That's a half right. when That's we didn't right. actually do a podcast. That's right. So, well, you know, you have uh, a pick and I have a pick. We do. So, why don't we talk about those picks? All right. You want to go first? I can, even though yours is on the top of the page. Oh, my goodness. I will go for it. All Sync, right. Drill through page filters. Mm. So, this is something that I ran into uh, recently, uh, you know, doing some work stuff. You and I got on the phone we, you know, with one of my colleagues. We were trying to figure out some funky stuff around syncing uh, th- from a drill through page filter perspective. Turns out I was doing, I was just doing it wrong. But you know, this one we found, and here, here it is, scenario. I have a, an overview page and two other pages with drill through filters enable, customer performance and customer history. End users want to be able to drill through from sales overview to the customer performance page, and then just open the customer history page and keep the same drill through feature, uh, filter. This is not something that's available today. It's got 138 votes. 139. Uh, Oh, there we go. Uh, 139 votes now. It's been out there since February 26th of 2018. So this needs some love as we're seeing a lot more. We have sync slicers now. We've got this sub-report capability with paginated. That's really nice. But the ability to stink drill through filters beyond a single page would be really nice it was for them to persist. This is something we were running into and it would be absolutely be huge for us and I think a lot of other people as well. Cool. All right, I'll I'll jump in. I'll uh, I'll veer off in a different direction, and I'm gonna, I'm going way back, way back on premises. Ooh, yeah, yeah. This is Power BI Report Server, and what this user is asking for is to have a URL parameter, page name in particular, to specify the page of the Power BI Report using Power PBIRS Power BI Report Server. This is something you can do in the service today. You can specify question mark page name or page mm-hmm. yeah uh, page name equals then the name of the page and it'll go to that page. It doesn't work on premises. This user would like it to work on premises. It's really that simple. I agree. And it's as it stands right now, it's got 116 votes. 
Uh, yes, I just, <laughs> I just, well, I just voted for it. You just refreshed, so you see my vote in there. There you go. Uh, so 116 votes out there at this point. So, yeah, I think those are some really interesting picks. Hopefully, you'll agree. We're going to go ahead and get those tweeted out as well. So feel free to to go in and like them as well. I'm tweeting them right now. Perfect. Uh, so you'll be able to go back and find figure out when we record these these episodes, which is a very odd timing <laughs> if, if today. You, if you care. Yes. But uh, those Excellent. are our picks for the week. And yep. John, I know we will be back together several times throughout the rest of the week. Yep. Gentle listener, thank you for taking the time. And uh, stay home, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll wrap it up for the day. You take care, man. Later, buddy. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bifocal Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or via your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Twitter at Bifocal Show. The show notes for this and all of the Bifocal Podcasts can be found on the Bifocal.show blog. The music for the Bifocal Podcast is Indie Rock by Scott Holmes and is shared under Creative Commons.